0: I all of a sudden had a vision of you like Leonardo DiCaprio in the Titanic when he like he he won your ticket on a lucky hand of poker. I mean, what? what how is this going down? <laughs>
1: Start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location-independent lifestyle by two fellows who are leading that lifestyle. I'm Trav, and I'm now the only one with long hair.
0: (laughs) I'm Jason. We're the co-founders of the community. And I'm sad about that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> time to get it cut. We're the co-founders of the community location. Indie. You can learn more at location, Sign up over there and get our free newsletter. We send it out every week. We're all about the travel, the freedom, the location, independence. Trav, this episode has got me fired up, even though it's 1030 at night right now for me at the time of recording. I am about to fly out of my door and run to the nearest airport, I think, because like the, I don't know there's something about travel. We're talking about travel today. And when I start talking about travel, the 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 neurons start firing and the dopamine starts getting released. And next thing you know, I'm off in another mental land, which is somewhere all around the world. I don't know what happens. I get I get a little crazy for it, man.
1: This is going to be awesome. We're bringing it back to the heart of what we love doing and that is traveling. And so when we were sitting debating topics of what we wanted to do on the location, you Need podcast here, and we had, we had a list of all these topics And for some reason, I just came up with a list of what are the top five things that we wanted to do travel related that we haven't done before. And, Immediately, I wanted to do that podcast more than any other, the other ones we talked about, because it's great. I mean, we get to dream about travel. There's, you know, I actually have no idea what you're going to say. You've done a ton of stuff. You've driven a Meow Mix mobile across the U.S. You've done a ton of crazy stuff. I've done a ton of crazy stuff. But what's really fun about this is... Despite how much we've done, there is still, you know, infinite amounts more that we haven't done that we want to do. And so the hard part, of course, was narrowing this down to five things. We're kind of like five different activities that we haven't done that we've wanted to do. I gave us only three or four minutes to actually narrow down our list and then we're going to start recording. You got done way quicker than me. So kudos to you. And you're telling me I have to keep it to five and I can't give any honorable mentions. So I mean,
0: dude, I I just I just like all of a sudden I just spilled my guts right on this page because I couldn't help myself. And uh you know, I could wake up tomorrow and like maybe something else gets bumped into the oh, number five slot or something. Sure. Who knows? This is spontaneous. But you know, we both have our travel podcast, Extra Pack of Peanuts, and Zero to Travel, since this is travel themed. This, this is probably going to be going on those podcasts as well. And we're usually jamming on location dependent business here. We talk about it a lot, but like Travis said, we got to bring it back to You know, the whole point of that, which is having the freedom to travel, at least, you know, for having the freedom to do all the things you want to do. But travel is one of those huge things that's one of the uh, linchpins of our community, which, you know, we all are gung-ho for travel. So I think we should get into this list because I have a feeling we're going to be jamming on this for for quite a while, man. I I hope Chris... I hope uh we, we, we don't go over the uh, the thirty minutes, we'll do our best. But Trav, you wanna kick it off, man, yes. with like your number five. We're and doing these in order, right? Like We
1: are doing this in order, Jason asked me. Do they have to be in order? Come on. I am a Trav, list I mean, nerd. Yes. Of course you have to be yeah. in order. What is your number one? You gotta make these tough decisions. I will kick it off with uh you said i couldn't give an honorable mention i'm gonna do it anyway because i'm kicking it off honorable Ew. mention skydiving Dirty. never done it would love to do it all right now on to my real list my number five <sighs> God,
0: sneaking it in you say i always break the rules
1: sneaking it in there are no rules here on the location any podcast except that we have to keep it to 30 minutes which we will probably We break never anyway. do any so number five for me riding on a cargo ship hmm Hmm. I I kind of am fascinated that this whole world exists that I never think of where goods are transported all over the world by ship. We know that happens. You know, it's not that people don't know that it happens. It's just that this huge subculture and and subset of our world and all the stuff that we get and that we buy, a lot of that is transported by ships, and I never, ever give it any thought. like I don't live by a port or work at a port, obviously, or work on a cargo ship, so I would love to actually see the inner workings of it. I'm sure it's really boring, all told, but I, I have always had a goal of riding on a cargo ship, seeing how that works. And doing like a podcast about it, about this crazy life that is a lot of people's lives and impacts a lot of people around the world, but that is given very little thought unless you're actually part of that business or that subculture. So I want to ride on a cargo ship.
0: I all of a sudden had a vision of you like Leonardo DiCaprio in the Titanic when he like he do you fancy yourself like a like a you're you're hopping like steam? Boats and and you're and you're playing cards and you won your you won your ticket on a lucky hand of poker i mean what, what how is this going down <laughs> I'
1: probably way less romantic than that it's probably me calling a bunch of cargo ships and begging to let me them <laughs> let them let me on because they don't want some random dude like messing with their business um yeah. I would like. To have a parrot on my shoulder, even though I hate birds. If yeah. I could have a parrot on my shoulder while standing on the deck of a cargo ship. <laughs> I know that's a pirate ship, but those don't really exist anymore, uh, really. I would um, I would really
0: like to see you with a parrot on your shoulder, given that you hate birds. I can imagine just you cringing away and, and trying to... Trying to fit in with this crew here. On the it, cargo if I ship.
1: get on a cargo ship, I promise you, I'll do my best to have a bird on my shoulder on that cargo ship. So that's my number five. Really crazy, really off the wall, but just something that, uh, yeah, I have this romantic notion of, and that will probably be killed within the first five minutes of me being on this dirty, huge, messy cargo ship. But that's fine, and then I'll podcast about it. So that's my number five. I
0: can see, I can see the movie montage of you, uh, you know, emailing these cargo ships and then getting seasick and having a bird peck your eyes out. (laughs) my number five this is pretty funny because mine is boat related as well an alaskan cruise i have all right so there's a couple reasons for this one is I've been on cruises, but not one of those big cruise ships. Like I've done the cruise in Ha Long Bay where it's like a smaller ship in Vietnam. And that was super fun. That was like my first multi day cruise. And I've done a cruise to the Bahamas like way back uh, on like a spring break in college, but that was like a a short hop and it was like a a day long thing. And we didn't sleep on the boats. I've never done proper cruise. And also, Alaska is my last state. I've spent a ton of time in almost every state, in every state in the United States, not almost every state, I was going to say almost pretty much every city and many towns across the United States for many years but I've never been to Alaska and now it's gotten to the point where it's not like I couldn't just go to Alaska, but I'm kind of saving it up because I feel like I have to dramatically go to Alaska. Like I either have to hitchhike there or I have to ride a bike there and I mean, I guess cr- the cruise would be copping out, but I kind of feel like I should like rough it there somehow and then end up on this Alaskan cruise and and just spending like a week in luxury eating awesome food and seeing amazing sights. So that that's my number five.
1: Hundred percent agree that you have to figure out a cool way, and a cruise is cool enough—a cool way to get up there. If it's your fiftieth, yeah, no flying into Anchorage from Denver or something basic yeah, like yeah. that, I, where I, you're I with a bunch it of out. other tourists.
0: I, right, I could have knocked it out. I just, I'm not. That's not my way. I'm saving it up for a special moment.
1: Fun fact: I've also never been on a cruise. I've never done a multi-day boat journey. At all, actually. Like, even when we did a cruise down the, um, uh, when we were in China, it was just a long, one long day, but we never slept on a boat. So I've never done anything where I've slept on a boat either. Um, so I, I mean, you did in Halong Bay on a small boat, but I've never even done that. So, uh, maybe that's why my number four is also boat related once again. Um, and my number four is that I want to go sailing. Um, sailing.
0: Betwe- yeah. Take me away. I mean, that's the first song you think about.
1: It is. I want to go sailing between the Caribbean islands. I would also take sailing between the South Pacific islands, if that's possible. I'm not really sure. I'm not up on my sailing. Um, You know, I'm not up on the sailing possibilities there. But I would also like to visit the South Pacific islands. I'm going to throw them together and just say, sailing in the Caribbean and or around the South Pacific. I've never been on a sailboat really and i I don't know how to sail, and I just have this again romantic notion of being out there learning how to sail, you know on the deck, like the sun's beating down on you, and then at night, maybe you drop the anchor and you and you eat your meal and you go to bed in the little berth, and yeah, it's not claustrophobic in my mind, although it probably is in real life. I want to go sailing,
0: all right, dude, I have an honorable mention now because I love that I love that i I have fantasized about that, I can't believe it's not on my list, just the yeah like you said like the whole idea you're waking up maybe you're co- you're cooking your breakfast you know maybe playing the guitar at the edge of the boat the turquoise water you can just jump right in and go snorkeling there's your shower I mean it's just yeah the uh, so hey if you're listening to this and you're on a sailboat that's bopping around the Caribbean uh, Travis and I would love to come visit you and you can Show us the ropes. No pun intended. Or maybe the pun is intended because I think maybe that's where that expression comes from. I have no idea. I'm just going to guess that it is. Okay. Trav. Yeah,
1: if anyone listening can get us hooked up with anyone who does a, yeah. any of these, any things, of these, please. Uh, we we would love to hear from you, um, for sure. You can you can uh, tweet us at Pack of Peanuts, Jay. You're at Zero to Travel, or send us an email, team at location indie. That would be great. Even if you just know someone who knows someone who's like a captain and does sailing lessons, you know, uh, just shoot us a line. Maybe we can make it work.
0: Yeah, would love it. Okay, my number four would be witnessing the wildebeest migration in Africa. That or a safari would suffice as well. But I know you've done a safari in Africa. I have only been to North Africa, to Morocco, to Marrakech specifically. So I feel like Africa is one of those continents where I have just dipped my toe in. I haven't, you know, obviously it's gigantic and I haven't had much experience there at all. So I'm really dying to spend any time in Africa. I mean I, I could have listed a bunch of different things that, you know, it could be seeing the gorilla, seeing the gorillas or climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. There's all these different things. You know, even less than those iconic things. I just want to go and see like a real part of Africa and that could, you know, that kind of goes along with this. Yes, it will be cool to see the wildebeest migration or the safari, but also to just be in, in a part of Africa and really experience some authentic culture there. It's just a, a place I'm unfamiliar with and I'd love to have those experiences.
1: Going on Safari, I know, is one of those bucket list items for a lot of people, maybe even at the very top of their list, people who have traveled a lot, people who maybe haven't traveled at all. You know, this is this one of these big life things that, that a lot of people have on their list. For me, I never gave that much thought, not that I didn't want to do it. It just didn't crop up in my head as much as a lot of other people, and I will say that going, but I but I will say going on that safari, I had the uh, good fortune to do it in the Maasai Mar- Mara, which is the Kenyan side of the Serengeti, and it I, I now understand why if you haven't been on safari and it's one of the top things in you, in your life to do, I understand why and it should be. So that was pretty cool for me to not have it as this huge goal to go and say okay. I was probably wrong not to have it as a huge goal. It is it's mind-boggling. I we all know what it's going to look like in our heads and we've all seen The Lion King and you've seen pictures, okay? To be there and actually see all these animal species around each other in in the wild, especially if you go on a safari at one of the parks that, you know, is a lot more wild and and things like that. It's crazy. It's That's really the only way I can describe it. I'm almost at a loss for words. It's crazy to see this in front of your own eyes.
0: It's cool that you came with a blank slate like that and just an empty mind to to experience it in that way and not having any preconceived notions. That's that's an incredible experience. Uh, uh, I got to get there.
1: One of the things that struck me the most about a safari, Jay, I, I, I don't know what I thought. Again, I didn't think a lot before I went on this. Maybe, maybe that's just in life in general. But I it, it shocked me that the animals were so close to each other, and what I mean by that, I just assumed the lions would be in one place and no animals would be near it because wouldn't lions just be constantly killing the other animals that are around them? And yet there's you know there's lions and zebras within you know all within walking distance of each other, and I thought, why isn't this lion just, like, why are these zebras around? Why isn't this lion just going to kill? I guess I just assumed lions would kill everything all the time. It's like, no, they don't (laughs) have to kill it, because why would they? They're not hungry. So it it was crazy that everything as you're driving through in the Jeep was around each other and not kind of in its own little sections, which now when I say sounds stupid, why would animals be in their own little sections? (laughs) But you know you're used to seeing stuff in zoos and and not near each other. You so grew up in, in the the suburban
0: Philadelphia. I mean, yeah, we we don't see these things.
1: Yeah, it, it it's it's cool. It's really 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 cool. So definitely get on safari. Um, do it, man. We'll do. It. do. A friend it's of our Scott, li- friend of our Scott Brills runs safaris in Tanzania. We could probably hook you up.
0: Yeah, it's on the list now.
1: All right, my number three is to tour crazy abandoned buildings. Whether this is on my own or maybe there's a tour company that does this out, you know, worldwide and puts together these old abandoned building tours, I've done some of this on my own. In Croatia, we found these bombed out hotels from the early 90s when the war was happening, these five star hotels that are now just left derelict. And it's crazy because they're this prime waterfront. And they just were left, and now they just sit there, but it's I love abandoned buildings there's a really cool building in Bangkok that used to be able to go up to like the sixty fifth floor, and some travel boggers did it and when I was there, uh heather wouldn't let me do it. Uh, my parents were also <laughs> oh. with us, so uh, my parents also were not like oh uh, i'm like, biting
0: i'm biting my tongue now, yeah well <laughs> uh, listen,
1: there is a point where compromise is necessary um I didn't do it. My parents also were not keen on me doing it, so I decided that I would come back and do it. And now they've kind of shut that down. So um, anyway, I love to. I love touring crazy abandoned buildings. I'm not going to say I don't get scared of them or like I. I don't think it's spooky. I certainly do, but I just they're just cool. I really like them. So if I could go to like Chernobyl, not sure if you're even allowed in something like that, or these ghost cities that they build in in China. These crazy ghost cities that um, they build these – if you're familiar with them, they build these big cities and the developers basically say, hey, we're going to build 10 big cities in these places in China and like half of them will never ever become occupied. They're built for like millions of people to live in but they don't care because it's so cheap to develop them. And if they do become a major city, they make so much money off of people moving in that they just they just build and then most of them don't ever get used. That's fascinating and very strange to me
0: yeah that's otherworldly really is that a thing
1: yeah yeah they, they like it's basically... not that
0: cheap to build an entire city
1: no they don't care i mean they built this one in in like inner mongolia this huge one that's supposed to be for three million people no one ever came um and and the guy explained it as saying if four out of the 10 cities that i build people actually move into i will make so much money that it won't even matter <laughs> Okay. I guess I guess the land is super cheap and the construction is super cheap that it that kind of really like cool just that that
0: mentality and like what you just said is making me physically ill that there's somebody out there doing this and just eating up land for nothing really that's super sad uh, but I understand your fascination with these sort of what would would you call them? These sort of like alternative reality type of places where it's like, it's just the complete sort of opposite of what we're accustomed to in that, in that space, uh, like an abandoned building or something like that. That's a, that's a cool thing to have on the list, man.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: If you need a travel partner, I, uh I might, I might accompany you on that, on that journey. I'll, uh, I'll call Heather and make sure it's okay with her if we, if we go. <laughs> make uh, sure
1: she signs off on it. And if you guys <laughs> want to learn more about uh, ghost cities, just Google ghost cities or ghost towns China. There's uh, really cool documentaries on, on a bunch of different channels, but that'll give you a better idea of what I'm talking about. It's, it's crazy. When I saw it for the first time, I didn't believe that that actually happened, but it does. Uh, what's your number three?
0: My number three, well... We've had this debate in the past. I can't remember whose podcast it was on or if it was this one, the slow travel versus fast travel. So I'm, I'm going back to my roots here on the location-independent lifestyle, embracing the slow travel, which, which is funny because we're calling this a travel experience because it is, but uh, it's not necessarily traveling. I would like to live on the beach somewhere in Central America or South America, near a surf break for at least three months. And I'm talking about I I can step out on my porch and like my toes are in the sand and the break is right there. And the surfboards are like around the corner and there's a little shack where I can get the best fish tacos around and the the greatest, freshest smoothies and that kind of vibe where like I don't have shoes on for months, and I'm saying at least three months, but possibly longer. And I'm just, I'm just living in bare feet. I'm on the beach. Yeah, I'm still, I'm probably still working. I'm doing my creative things that I like to do. Um, we're we're podcasting, we're, hanging, but I'm like, I'm living my life. But I'm at the beach. You know, I've never, I've lived in the mountains. I've lived in Boulder. I haven't lived in a ski town, but I lived in Boulder, Colorado for a while. I've lived near the mountains. I know that lifestyle. It's amazing, but I've never lived at been to plenty of beaches i adore the beach and i've always wanted to have that experience of just living at the beach
1: toes in the sand toes surfboard the sand. around the corner wi-fi omnipotent or omnipotent <laughs> right like you make yes. sure the uh, make yes. sure the wi-fi's there i that was kind of when i was talking about sailing between the caribbean islands i mean same sort of thing we're going to the south pacific similar type of thing i i, I would enjoy that lifestyle as well my number two, before I get to my number two, actually, I'm going to throw an honorable mention in here because I think you'll appreciate this, and I think you'll agree this will be an honorable mention for you as well that you forgot about, would be to live in a ski town for a, a winter. So be, be in a condo or ski in, ski out, ideally, just for a whole winter. You've, you kind, you've never had that, but you've lived in Boulder. You've been able to ski quite a bit. I You just took me out to Vail. A couple weeks ago, we had a fantastic time. It was amazing. I got hooked. I would love to have a whole winter in a ski cabin where every day I could be like, yep, I'm going out there and skiing if I want to. So similar idea, just completely different when you look at skiing versus surfing. But I, same idea of it's right on your doorstep. I
0: would totally be down for that. I can add into the honorable mentions. And I loved seeing you get stoked on skiing, man. It was uh, – I, I saw I saw the light. I saw the fire. and And I was really – pleased to see that when you came home you carried that with you and you were already like kind of diving into this idea of making this a reality something this is one of the best parts about being location independent is you can put these dreams down on paper and they're they are very real things you know these aren't pipe dreams these are things we can do and yeah it may take some time but uh that's that's an exciting thing
1: yeah and i think the I, I the thing I love about skiing and probably would like about surfing, like you were talking about as well, is the fact that you're you're getting outside. Like you're getting outside, but you're doing it in a way that's super fun. You're getting exercise. You're experiencing the elements. You're getting all that fresh air. You're being a part of this wonderful world that we have. Especially as people work online, sometimes you don't only see it. But it doesn't feel like I'm not saying, oh, I'm going to go outside for a walk today just because I need to get outside for a walk. Or I'm going to go outside and go for a run. To me, that kind of stuff, I do it, but it's somewhat boring. Here, you're getting outside and you're getting to do something super fun. And I I love that part about skiing and or surfing or any activity like that. that You're getting outside, having fun, getting exercise, but it's all meshed up around this idea that you're enjoying yourself while you're doing it. Um, My number two, all that is to say. My number two, finally back to that, going somewhere really remote. And by that, uh, in my head, the two things that I had listed here were places that were really cold. One was Antarctica. Uh, one was Svalbard, which is like northern, up in northern Norway. And I know you can get there by flying in, but I would, same as you in Alaska, I wouldn't want to fly in. I'd want to boat in or ferry in or you know, do something like that. Uh, it doesn't have to be somewhere cold. But I want to take like an epic trip that takes me a long time to get to somewhere. And the farthest thing I could think of was like, going somewhere like uh, Antarctica and saying this is going to be a hike and a mission and a journey just to actually get to the place, not coming in and having the journey while I'm there. So, yeah, somewhere really remote. I I'd take an island as well, but in my head it's for some reason it's somewhere that's cold and remote
0: i just came up with another honorable mention but uh, (laughs) i'm gonna leave it for the end that's uh yeah i love the way you kind of describe that because that leaves it open to a lot of different possibilities and there are so many beautiful remote places on this planet that that like you said you can have the struggle to get to but once you're there you can have this i mean is it the rustic lifestyle while you're there that appeals to you or just the journey of getting there
1: I think more the journey of getting there, I was going to put on my list like a multi-day hiking excursion to get to a place, which I would like to do as well. But to, for some reason, when I was thinking somewhere really remote, it, 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 Antarctica kept coming into my mind where maybe I'm not doing a ton of work, maybe I'm a ship to get there. But it's, it's a long slog to actually get there because then when you're there, you can appreciate it and you're somewhere that not a lot of people have gone because it's, it is so inaccessible.
0: Yeah, I guess you could take the cargo ship down to Antarctica. There's one one, one way to do it. All right, my number two. (sighs) Dude, I want to do this. I want to do this so bad. That's why it's on the list, I guess. Road tripping through Eastern Europe. I just want to take a massive, months-long, dirty-ass road trip through Eastern Europe and see... I don't know, see a lot of things or not a lot of things. Just kind of end up like where I end up, um, move along, but just have that freedom in a car or some type of uh, vehicle that I could live in to just cruise around and experience Eastern Europe. Uh, It's it's so untapped for me. I've been to Eastern Europe. I've been to like Budapest and Prague and, and, and some areas around the major cities in, in those countries. But I haven't really been that far east in Europe, and I'm dying to go.
1: I, I'm so in, in tune with that idea. I love Eastern Europe, the, the bits and parts I've seen, and I love road trips. So throw them both together. I mean, almost taking take a road trip, I could be convinced to take a road trip anywhere. I love having that freedom, as you mentioned. Because when you were saying a road trip in Eastern Europe, I immediately thought, oh, we just – should take the trains like i mean you can get anywhere and that and that's its own quaint cool thing as well but i'm with you that when you have a car or or a motorcycle whatever you choose to do it it opens up a lot more possibilities to see this really crazy stuff and i i could be convinced to take a car anywhere i mean if you're like hey i want to take a road trip yeah. through south america cool um so I mean,
0: yeah i've taken about i'm i don't know how many hundreds thousands of road trips in the states and i uh I mean, I would do that again right now. I love road tripping love it
1: yeah uh, that 's a really, really good one man um, all right, so we, we in essence have ten on each of our lists because we 're agreeing with each other, although you said you, you didn 't say you want to do the cargo ship, so that might not be you might not be keen on that yeah. my my number one I would do it, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course, my number one, and this has been something on my mind for a while. I'm going to do it. I need to just buck up and do it. Oh, boy. And this is a multi-day bike touring trip. I love cycling. I Ideally, for me, this would be... The first one would be across the U.S. You know, that's a romantic notion. I, I know people have done it. Uh, my uncles have done it. I, you know, it doesn't have to... Here's the thing. I haven't even taken, a, a like, an overnight bike trip where I biked, camped, and then biked back. So... I usually like to do things in big chunks. So for me, it's like, let's just go across the country. I could easily just hop out right now. Well, it's snowing here now, so maybe not as easy, But and take a a multi-day one. But at least do some sort of multi-day bike touring, because I love seeing a part of a region on a bike. I love biking, and I think that will give me a, a newfound sense of freedom that road trips give you, but obviously in a slower, different way.
0: It's incredible. I've done it once in the uh, Argentinian Siete Lagos route, Seven Lakes, through uh, from Bariloche area, that area through some small towns, and uh, we, we kind of planned it on the fly, and it was an amazing experience. Uh, we got to camp with other Argentinians. There was... It's just so cool to just pedal and stop and camp and get up and pedal again and you know see different things along the way and like be like you said be connected to the scenery and the outdoors in that way. uh I am with you there on that. It could have been on the list easily. I have it as an honorable mention biking the Pacific Coast highway. I would love to to do that one day and that's something i really want to, act to actually you mentioned your cargo ship thing for me that's my dream next podcast adventure like if i do another adventure series is biking down the pacific coast highway and you know capturing that experience via audio so again if anybody out there wants to um help out with that <laughs> let let me know uh, that's yeah that's awesome should i share my number one
1: Unless you want to end the podcast without anyone knowing you're number one. Then, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: yeah, we can wrap it up. I'm going to keep this one to myself. Nah, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. My number one, camper vanning around New Zealand.
1: How? I I said this on my EPop podcast a little while ago, that that was my number one thing I wanted to do in 2017. I don't know how I really? it on this. <laughs> yeah. So Are you I, serious? I, but as you said, you know, things shift daily. So I just, yeah, yeah. it's just didn't cross my mind oh man definitely Epic. that's
0: so funny really okay that's great um yeah this is something i've been thinking about and reading about for a while and it's not like i i i shouldn't send I me mean, i've i've done a lot of traveling so i could have substituted this in at a certain point i guess but uh i don't know i, I just haven't gotten around to it and it seems like one of those things where you know new zealand's a developed country It seems like it's it it's not like, I guess you could say it's hard logistically a little bit if you have to buy a camper van and that there's extra expenses there and everything like that. But it's one of those things that I, I think is it's pretty attainable, and, and I love the adventure first, like buying the vehicle, figuring that out, living in it, like cruising around having the experience of tramping and trekking in New Zealand. They call it tramping there. Um, Doing like the Milford Track or maybe some of those. Doing uh, some of the surfing there. And then you got the surfing and the skiing and, you know, all the epic scenery. And I spent almost four months in Patagonia once. And that was one of the the greatest times because I well, I wasn't uh, as Chris is buzzing us right now um it, great in a way that I wasn't working at all and I was just basically enjoying outdoor activities for monsters so how could you not have a good time and I I could imagine the same thing in New Zealand just kind of living out of the van having like dinners out at, at the end of the van you know in in the evenings watching the sunset pouring a little wine maybe a little IPA you know getting up the next day going for a hike just like living in the outdoors, doing the outdoor thing and, and living in a camper van. I, uh, I really want to do that.
1: Life is good when you can live in a camper van or so I've heard, cause I've never done it either. And, uh, definitely at the top of my list, totally, totally didn't think about that. But, um, kindred spirits there, Jay, uh, as, as a lot of people listen, no, but pretty cool that, that, that was my number one before. And, and your number one there, I just sounds really, really epic. And, um, all, all the stuff we talked about sounds really, really epic, and we want to know what you want to do, right? I mean, that's the fun part is uh, probably anything that got tweeted at us, we'd then say, oh, yeah, I want to do that, too. So we have probably forgot a lot of stuff. So let us know what are your top five experiences, travel experiences you want to have that you haven't had. I know there's probably some really crazy stuff out there. I forgot one. This was actually what made me think of doing the show. I wanted to put on running uh, Running with the Bulls on there. And again, okay. I again. I, tell,
0: again. All I right, mean, so there's so many
1: great things. I'm going to go two, inside
0: our community location, Indy, for a minute and just rattle off a few different travel conversations. I see a, a thread going on um, suggestions for two weeks traveling around Italy. There's somebody else asking if anybody in Madrid is interested in meeting up. There is uh, another person checking in from Finland. So it's just really cool to see. This global community of people that are doing uh, running location dependent businesses or working on on that path, and of course along the way enjoying those travel experiences and uh yeah if uh, like Trav said i would love we would love to hear uh, what what might be on your list so so hit us up at zero to travel at pack of peanuts on twitter or Team at locationindie.com. And if you're not signed up over on our community, locationindie.com, you can get on the newsletter. It's totally free. We open up the community every so often. We just opened it up pretty recently. So it's it's closed to new members right now. But um, if, if you want to get in, you can be the first to find out. Um, just chop on the email list. And, and meanwhile there's plenty of stuff going out to to help you out uh along the way on on your journey you know even even before we open up the doors so again so um yeah location
1: indie i n d i e in case you forget i n d i e i got it on and a, Jay's even got his t-shirt on locationindie.com hop on that list you'll get a lot of free stuff Jay, awesome episode, man. We could have rattled on forever. Chris buzzed us a little while ago, but we, I think we did an alright job. We started talking about travel, and we hemmed it into under thirty five minutes. So you, you know, can't beat that. It's so you funny. can't expect much more, man.
0: No, man. It's so funny that in the beginning you you were uh, you know you had these honorable mentions. I was like, no, man, we got to keep it to five. And then I think I ended up with more honorable mentions than you. I mean, you know, things pop up in conversation. I mean, there's so many things to do. Ah, oh, I just. How am I going to go to bed now, Trav? I mean, it's a little after 11. I'm a bit of a night owl, but I'll tell you what. I was up at like 6.15 this morning, dude. I got to go to bed, but my synapses are firing like mad dog. Mad dog.
1: That's what happens when we talk travel. Guys, thanks for joining us as we talk travel. We appreciate it. Get at us on Twitter, half pack of peanuts at 0 to travel or as Jason said, team at Location Indie. If you just want to tell us things that you want to do or have a quick chat, um, and don't forget, hop on that newsletter list, locationindie.com. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time.